It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm not ready, man. This is Angel, and my brothers didn't even tell me what time. What's up? It's 7.10, brother. What's Our show time? starts at 7 o'clock. We're already behind schedule. Well, this is Angel, and uh, but I am happy to be here. Hey, listen, thank you so much for tuning to Twin Talk once again. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live from, from Theo Luis's garage. It's, it doesn't matter how cold it is, but we're going to be here every week for you. Let me tell you, it is kind of cold here today. And uh, since we're you know broadcasting from a, a garage live, we don't have like heaters and stuff here. <laughs> so we have to step over the lawnmower. We're all bundled up here. But we're not, we're not sissy la la eh? And we're we doing, hang. listen, we're do this for you. We do it all for you. We care about you. We're sacrificing our bodies for you. Well, really, Jose does it because he has a big ego. I'll talk about <laughs> Talk about. But I do it for you, really. Anyway, listen. we hey, have. can a, I borrow uh, 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a fantastic show tonight. But before we carry on, we want to let everyone know last week's show was awesome. And remember, you can go to our website at www.twin talkcast.com to listen to all our podcasts and you can also get them at iTunes just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and you know what you can subscribe and it's free it's free so you can subscribe to all our shows or you can play them on demand all we ask is for you guys to join our social networks look for us on Facebook Twin Talk Show and on Twitter Twin Talk Show and interact with us here uh, either live while we're on the air or any other time, because that's how we keep in touch, and that's how you be part of the Twin Pyre. Another thing, too, if you want to talk to us at any point or to any one of our guests during the show, dial 626-275-TWIN. Figure out the numbers yourself. I forget what the numbers are. Just uh, go on your keyboard. 8946, or I think. But check it out. Yes, 8946 are the last four digits. Oh, and uh, so... So what else did we have? So what did we have last, last week? Last week was an awesome show. The name of our show last week is <laughs> Just Like the One Percent. We totally <laughs> Let me tell you why, because I'm sick and tired of Occupy This and Occupy That. But guess what I ended up doing? I know, we've been I, occupied for a long time, eh? I, I say occupy a ballot booth, Icayate. I, I I invited a what was it, a financial advisor to the one percent. His job is what, like, like the high-end Wells Fargo banks and stuff. That's who he had. He had two advisors. And to. If, in case you haven't listened to that show, check it out, eh? I did a mic check on that on that guy. <laughs> check it out, eh? But you know what I'm all about? I'm about occupying new thought, fresh thought. Anyways, check it out. His name is Andrew Bunnan. He was on our show. Um, he he really talked a lot about how you know the economy has always has affected us. But he talked to us, the ninety nine percenters, and to, in order to give us some tips on how we can make it not only today during this economy, but prepare 
for our future. It's actually really good. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, he gave some pretty good tips. Also, we had uh, Mr. Uh, Rock and Roll from Sunset Boulevard and Grammy winner, Mr. Willie Bass. He called in from, uh, what was he, Idaho? Idaho, because he's a hoe. <laughs> Listen, Willie, <laughs> Willie Bass is... Um, he's actually a kick-ass singer and uh, former uh, uh, lead singer to Black Sheep. Uh, but now he is Willie Bass rocking the USA for what, Jose? He is wanting, he's going across the country in order to feed America. He has a website. Go to our webpage. You can see it and click on the link. It's feedamerica-now.org. He is going across the country playing benefit shows with his rocking band, and he's going to, uh, you know, and the benefits go toward food banks across the country. Did you know one in six Americans are starving? Did you know that? I, That's crazy. I, I'm starving right now, man. <laughs> I, but listen to the podcast. We have, uh, uh, we play one of his tunes, Breakaway, uh, his most recent tune, actually, which is produced by one of the guys. What's that guy's name that did Led Zeppelin? Andy Johns. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Andy Johns, the, the you know, the famous producer of Led Zeppelin in the in the, uh he did well, think some about it. Come on, what do the people think? You know, oh I'm gonna go see Andy John in concert, you know. <laughs> also we had a really cool musical break, the Bullet Boys, with uh for their version of For the money, Love money, money, money. For the Love of Money. It was an awesome, awesome track. One of my favorite tracks. Usually we play tracks or we have musical guests. Uh, that are original tracks or musical guests that are are new to uh, to the world because we're cutting edge like that. But we figured that because <laughs> it was such a fitting you know song for the love of money you know and the one percent, we played that track and it was a rock and roll track. Check it out; it's really cool. So there you go. So, but today we have a kick-ass show. Today, today we have the last comic standing winner from 2010. And from Southern California, Felipe Esparza. That vato's funny, bro. Felipe Esparza is awesome. Uh, <laughs> he's a he's he's he comes out of East LA. He's an awesome, uh, talented comedian. You probably he's ca- funny. Eh? He's you probably caught him. He, he, I watched Last Comic Standing. I think it's a great show. I watched the last three seasons. I love the idea because they you, they get onto the stories of these people, and I was rooting for him. Well, man. you know, let me tell you. You know what I think about this? Uh, I think about uh, uh, you know, I know that you're, uh, you're you don't like to get into that part of it, but you know, people may ask, "Oh, what does it mean to the Latino community?" You know, what it it's not what it means to the community of the Latinos. More like you know, it's a reflection uh, uh, that uh, all of us are just. The world is a getaway. But you know what? Here's the deal. Here's That's the what deal. It is. To me, it doesn't yeah. matter what, 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 if you're talented, you're right, eh? the talent comes. I don't care. I don't look at it. Like, for instance, when we were growing up and we watched the news, brother, okay? We watched the news. Dr. George Fisbeck did the news, eh? Who, he did the weather. But who the did, weather. Who did we watch? We watched Hugh Downs, Barbara Walters. Um, and this is 2020. <laughs> Dan Rather. And all them, right? And it didn't matter. It didn't matter right. what color they were, man. I know it didn't. So I don't care if, it, if the people reflect my color or my background. Oh, I... As long as they're good, that's all I care about. Okay. So anyway, Felipe Sparza is going to be here in Theo Luis's garage. He's going to regale us with some stories. And we're going to talk politics with him. We're going to find out what his picks are for the, uh, the Republican oh. <laughs> uh, you know, candidate. Also, also fantastic. My brother, like my brother said it, we're cutting edge. We have uh, a fantastic musical break. The musical break is being brought to you by a fantastic artist named Katie J, who is out of Australia. And let me tell you, like every time we bring 
a great artist. She's gonna perform. She brought her guitar and uh, her she, voice. She swam and her a good vibe. She's gonna sing. Swam across the pond to the U.S. of A. Yeah. And she's gonna be here with her fat lady, as she calls it, and she's gonna perform. Then you can say hello, Katie. Oh, hi, hi. <laughs> She'll be here later on in the show, and she's gonna perform uh, a, a song for us, an original track. And uh, I tell you what, during sound check, it sounded really awesome. Oh, thank you. And and if you guys have have had a chance to look at our Facebook page, my brother's been posting some videos of her. Um, she does an awesome uh, rendition of uh, "The Rose" by uh, Bette Midler. Yeah. Uh, from the s- late seventies track, really yeah, I think that was actually from the year I was born. Really? Yeah. Really, seventy nine, seventy eight. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> what a great track! You what sing a- it so well. Oh, thank you. you. Really do. Anyway, so Katie J is going to be here. Uh, in per- well, she's or here. Is here. She's man. here in the garage <laughs> from Australia, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, the Australian connection. So that's what's going to happen. <laughs> also. Our girl Jonesy's in the house with. It's because we got a ton of it. You know, we we used to just go to the other side to Mexico, and now now it reaches all the way to Australia. We should go to. (laughs) It's really really south of the border. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We should go down there, bro, because we have so many artists. We have friends friends over there. I want to give them some shout outs too. Also, also uh, today with current events, um, our girl Jonesy's in the house. Hey, Jonesy. Hello, hello. Jonesy will be here a little while. She's here, but she will be giving us our her. Current events again, and uh, uh, so stay tuned. Also, um, on today's edition of Cállate Cabrón, um, we're going to be talking about Lowe's versus the all-American Muslims. <laughs> Lowe's, I had no home, idea. Lowe's Home Improvement against the Mus- versus the Muslims. Yeah? Uh-huh. That's my Cállate Cabrón. Oh, I think it's the other way around. Or man. the Muslims versus Lowe's Home Improvement. Quién sabe? Eh? We'll we'll talk about it some more later. If on. you guys want to stick around for that too, I got a I mean I got an opinion on that. And My you know, it's got a soapbox otra vez. Everyone man, knows. Shit. Why do you think I started the show? Yeah. I don't have a soapbox. To I have vent. a garage. Because everybody avoids you, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? People are tuning in from all over the world, and we appreciate that. Again, you can call us at six two six two seven five twin, or you can post any of your comments on Facebook and on our wall on Twin Talk Show. Or tweet us and on at Twin Talk Show and what you you know. Did what, you give them the phone you, number? You can call. I us. just did it again. Well, well, do it again, eh? We're twins. Six two six two seven five twin. Anyway, so now it's shout t- outs, eh? <laughs> it's time for my brother's shout out. I want to go ahead. I, <laughs> I want to give the first shout out to Patti Orizaba. Miha, we love you. We're, we're all pulling for you, okay? And uh, We're pulling for you, Pati. Just hang in there. And uh, Lulu wanted to give a shout-out to all her people at Vista Cove and her family and friends that have been uh, just, uh, you know... Um, showing love. Uh, yes, uh, showing love. And so thank you to all of you for that. And Miss Arlene Rios, thanks for listening and for the connection, homegirl. And uh, Ralph Wicochea, he's listening again, man. What's up, Ralph? Hey, are you growing that mustache again this year, brother? Put a picture on our Facebook and rock it, Holmes. <laughs> Michelle Aguirre. Hey, happy birthday to you and he- hello to the... Dude, Aguirre family, dude. There's so many of them, dude. Uh, anyways, hello to all you guys and uh, thanks for listening. And down under, Polly Roxon. Hey, Holmes. Thanks for listening again. And we have a new listener, I think a couple of them from down there, George Davies and I think Terry 
Perón. What's up, Terry? And uh, uh, my tío Lope, Antonio Lopez, eh, ¿qué pasó, tío? Hasta que no se puso en la radio, eh. <laughs> Traiga las nieves aquí, las aquí la paletas toños, paletas toños y qué. Eso es todo. And uh, Anna Fisher, hi Mija again. Uh, Bill Rice, what's up, Holmes? Uh, let's talk, let's talk. Uh, Melissa Sarate and uh, Memphis Hennessy, dude. What's up, Memphis? Hey man, it's great to listen uh, that you're listening again, and we're and I'm lo looking forward to having you and the rest of Candlebox here. At Theo Luis's garage next week, so tune in for that, eh? It's gonna be awesome, man. Ciao. Candlebox in Theo Luis's garage performing live. And Sue Gregorius and uh, Dane. I just met Dane in the market right now, Holmes. Hey, thanks for reaching out. I wouldn't have met you if you hadn't, so uh, thank you for that. And uh, that's a good vibe, eh? In the market? In the market, eh? Yeah, what was he doing? Well, you know, he recognized me, man. From where? Uh, uh, he wasn't sure, and we come to find out he saw our picture somewhere. Really? Actually, Twin Talk is getting out there. Was eh? it the post? It doesn't just it get to Australia. Is it the bumper sticker? Hey, hello, everybody to Australia. Cheers, mate. Good on you. No, it's good day. Good day. Oh, good day. <laughs> also, I want to send out a shout out to my friend and uh, director of photography, fantastic DP, Mr. Francisco Raposo. want to say hello to him, uh, and uh, thanks for listening, brother. Look who's in the house now. Yeah. <laughs> Espino Señor Espinosa is here. Esparza, Esparza. Esparza. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was uh, this week's shout-outs, which is brought to you every week by Express Cuts at 10, 420 Laura Azusa Road because everybody needs to get their hair pimped sometime, eh? So just go to Express Cuts, 10, 420 Laura Sousa Road in the city of Big El Monte or Big Monte Homes. So call or just walk in. But if you call, 626-448-1931. Hey, shout out. <laughs> What's up, man? Good to see you, huh? Thanks for having me. Here we are. Here we are. Okay, so now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time. It's time for Jonesy with the current events. Hey, Jonesy. Hello. Angel, you got to take a picture. Oh, lagua, 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 lagua. Someone spilled the water here. Oh, party fell. It's okay. There's a, there's a rag up there in that, the that box. Okay. I must be Philippe in the house. <laughs> I know he spilled something. No worries, no worries. Anyways, Jonesy, up yes. in, that in that brown box up there. Hey, so how was your week, babe? Oh, it was awesome. Oh, really? I've had an awesome two Awesome? Weeks. Oh, let's awesome. hear it. Let's hear it. Um, I Show saw Trace wild. Adkins in concert last week. Oh, that's... I saw Kanye West and Jay-Z last night. Oh, I heard that was a great um, show, even though I don't like them. Finally, yes. Finally got over my massive cold, so... Uh-huh. It's coming back, but hey, you know. It's okay, Felipe. No biggie, man. I got it, Holmes. So, okay, uh, <laughs> let me tell you. I read that that show, it, it got um, Jay-Z and, and Kanye West got... Like primo freaking, freaking reviews. I heard it was reviewed. I could I could imagine. I, I'm not it a was. fan. Which guy, Jay Z? Is he the vato that's married with uh, Beyonce? Beyonce, yes. yeah. He. It was yeah. freaking amazing. I. I mean, I remember when Jay Z came out. Yeah, I feel a little old when I say that sometimes. But um, I remember when he came out, and I loved his music back then. A little old. <laughs> a little old. Jonesy's jo about 20, 20 years old. Twenty one. After after a couple of years, you know, it just went to where I didn't like it so much. Same thing with Kanye West, but I mean, it was an amazing show. They brought back all the old songs. It was just both of them, and that's it. The Two reason, hours, the, just them two. The reason why I don't like Kanye West is because he 
he don't need to make make his political things known, you know. Just just do your rap, dude. And 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 the, and then what he did, first of all, he he disses George W. Bush, and then he and then he goes up and disses Taylor Swift when she won her freaking what was it a Grammy? Is he that? Is he like that on stage? Was he? Jose really is only mad because he dissed George Bush. No, <laughs> no, no. The, Taylor the, Swift was just you know an added note no. because everybody else felt mad because no, of that, that was Mija. Did he take your ticket and say? That it should have been Beyonce's ticket instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did he yell at you? What are you doing? That's Beyonce's ticket. Yeah, in fact, he should have told everybody to go home and say, "Hey, go see Beyonce instead of me." <laughs> <laughs> Shit, equal opportunity, man. <laughs> Anyways, it was a great concert. Was that at he Staples Center awesome. in Los Angeles? Yes, it was at the Staples Center. I was like in the nosebleed. I mean, I was three rows away from the back of the staples center how, but it was still a great seat it was it was great uh, how, how long was the show was it did you um, get your money it was, uh about three hours no i heard that how they were tag you do that, man by the time by the time they get to their second song i'm already bombed eh not even I lost just track that of time i mean by that honestly time, eh? like <laughs> you know me i i'm i'm the good one i drove i'm always the dd so i had my one and a half drinks and it was going to be two drinks, but there was so much smoke in this place. I like put my head down and picked it up. I was like, "Whoa, I can't drink anymore." Contact. We're not going to make it home. Contact. Yeah, it was terrible. Jose loves the contact because no, 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 got no, an no. excuse. Because he can't be blamed for it, right? I vehemently, <laughs> once again, I am vehemently against any kind of uh, illicit drug or controlled substance and gateway drugs, and that would include over-the-counter and uh, prescription drugs that are abused. That's what I got to say about that. As well, I'm so a, you know. I am against the abuse. Can I say something? How's that? No, <laughs> no. Josie no. brought up. No, you brought up eye do, dosing. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we had a great show called. It's called. Uh, you go to our podcast on TwinTalkCast.com. It's called Eye Dosing. Don't Bogart. Anyways, this great fat, great interesting new fad where guy where kids uh, uh, use their headphones to dose up and get a high with with these sound effects. Have you heard of it, Felipe? What called eye dosing? They're not sound effects. They're um, <laughs> Different radio frequencies. Well, they put on their their iPod earphones and they and they download this music. It's totally legal. It's like these sounds, and they get these different highs. And we had a really good show on it. Our journalist uh, uh, Mary Harris from NBC and Colleen Williams from NBC were here talking about it. And uh, let me tell you, you actually played one of them. Yes, on the air. I played one on the air called Orgasm. Orgasm. Right. Well, what yeah. happened is the other day, last week when I was preparing, we needed tissue after. It what? made me want to vomit. Actually, <laughs> it's supposed to make you feel like orgasm. Or there's one called Ellis. LSD is supposed to give you the LSD high Let just from sound. Hey, Can I say if something? If that hey. was what orgasms were supposed to feel like, not that I, I mean, you know, whatever, I would never in my entire life want to go near that. Birth well, control. What sick. were you saying, Jose? Well, here's what happened to me last week. <laughs> I know you were. Huh? Let me finish. Last week I was here setting up for the show, and I, and before you guys show up, I am make sure all the audio is good, an and I go online and make everything. <laughs> I just check everything, right? And I check the music tracks and stuff, and I let them play on my headphones so I get levels, and he it do. went. He I dosed up with the It went to the or orgasm one, uh-huh. and I wasn't paying attention, and I was doing stuff, and let me tell you something all of a sudden there was movement bro <laughs> tmi yeah. if you can't afford that just get porno for the blind <laughs> <laughs> i am handing it over to you <laughs> so that was for real man and oh i don't believe in that but it happened anyway so uh Okay, Josie, what do we got going on for current events? I don't even events? remember. I mean, gosh, I wrote it down, and I, I can't even focus on it. But while we're, while we're on um, the topic of movement. Um, 
Okay, so current events with Jonesy in the house now. <laughs> Let's go over to New Jersey. All right. Where Cassie Riviera, 34 years of East Orange, New Jersey, um, was is basically being charged with injecting silicone into the penis of Justin Street, who is 22 years old, in order to enlarge it. Basically, He's being charged? She's being charged. She killed him. Oh, oh well, yeah. If you're gonna inject he anything in my penis, I'd rather die. But isn't she a doctor? Didn't she say she was a doctor? No, no she wasn't. It was in her garage. Oh. She just didn't like. <laughs> you know, we have a radio station in our garage. She had a penile erectile or enlarger like in, in her garage. So she didn't like the size of her boyfriend's penis. No, she was doing it for um, profit. Oh wait a minute. So it was oh, like wow. a Dr. Conrad Murray gone wrong type thing, kind of sorta. Well, it's still garage sale to a different level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got lamps and we have circumcisions. Here. That's like the Salvador, right? Salvador, yeah. <laughs> the Mexican Salvador, you go there for a bad back. When you leave there, you can't move your ankles. <laughs> a Salvador is a Mexican chiropractor. You can find him at Home Depot. <laughs> usually cracking somebody's knuckles. And you know what? And usually you could just write down it and walk down any predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. Every third door, you might be able to knock and find a Salvador living Yeah, there. it's usually like he has, he has like no massage. Bed, usually like an old mattress, <laughs> same sheets. <laughs> same people use the sheets. So what happened to this one? She was charged for, with well, what? With murder? With um, unauthorized, unauthorized um, you know, medicating somebody, unauthorized, and manslaughter. She killed him. The next day he died. Oh, my she's, God. She's, um, being a, she's being charged for being a director <laughs> without a license. <laughs> I'm talking about a penal enlargement on credit. I missed a payment. They gave me an extension. <laughs> <laughs> it came in two parts. No. Uh, it was funny that she said, uh, the, the best thing she should have just told those people, you know what, um, this, this ain't going to work. Just find someone with small hands. <laughs> right, one time I was with somebody, with a girl, she had like rough hands, man. I felt like I was being molested by my uncle. <laughs> I was crying. Your uncle Salvador? Yeah, man. He sunduskied me, eh? Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. <laughs> So, so okay. So a manslaughter. I mean, now this this woman, whatever her name is. Yeah. Is, is she... Can, I, I actually want to throw her name out there, just just in case you know her. Really slap her for me. <laughs> her name is Cassie Riviera. She's thirty four years old, and she's from East Orange, New Jersey. That's real stupid. That's actually not the stupid state, but it was pretty stupid. But it's really stupid. That's real stupid. But honestly, I mean, can we really blame her at the same time? What the hell was he doing? Well, you know, let me tell you. Why would you do that? Let me wow, tell you. That is like crazy. most men's prized <laughs> possession and such. I personally wear four, four condoms on, not for protection, <laughs> for girth. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so. If, and there's a call, see? No, it's not ours, man. I think it's Felipe's phone ringing over there, no, dude. No, it's not mine. No. Put out of here. <laughs> Hello? Why are you, why are you? It's your phone, Angel. We're on the radio. Tell her we're on the phone. Uh, um, I'm good. I'm doing Twin Talk. Aren't you listening? It's my sister. It's our sister. <laughs> why is everybody on the phone right now? Everybody's trying to call into Twin Talk, and they're saying calls are blocked. I with her, her Well, yeah, well, if she wants to know about GMOs, she can look on our website at www.twintalkcast.com and look at uh, the podcast called Be Aware the Food. What, what? But right now, listen to us live. We got Georgia Spinoza right here. Why are we taking phone calls during the show right now, dude? Okay? Bye. Bye. Okay, so uh, if, is there a problem not calling in here or what? 
Maybe not. Never let's, mind. Let's maybe, just, maybe that was my phone. Okay. Sorry. So yeah, let's just go on. <laughs> Somebody calling Felipe Esparza? Okay. So next, mama. let's take this to <laughs> San Francisco, Chuck E. Cheese, okay? Everybody know the motto of Chuck E. Cheese? No. What is it? The Where mail. a kid can be a kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not in San Francisco. There be there's a chain um, that are owned by a couple of people up their franchises. I'm sorry, and they are basically being sued and fined by the labor union for having kids work illegally. The kids were underage um, at Chuck E. Cheese. At Chuck E. Cheese, working basically um, from running a dough mixer to fixing machines, whatever it was, they're not supposed to be doing it. Go ahead. Wow. And, Chuck, um, Chuck E. Cheese be pimping. $28,000 Okay, so For having 16 young workers uh, how, Operate how, trash compactors as well How young? Um, the youngest I said was 14 And what state was this? San Francisco That's not a state, that's a city Well, I'm, I'm telling you, I said San Francisco Okay, already. So there are jobs out there <laughs> <laughs> You see, you see, there's jobs out there there are. Hey, Felipe brings up a good point. There oh are gosh. jobs out there, dude. I People we are were saying, tired of the ninety-nine percent, one percent. There, uh, I am, and I'm tired of everyone trying to occupy, saying, "Well, there's no jobs." Well, if you if you get off out of your tent and stop occupying somebody's, you know, you, city you, hall. You know what? You know what, brother? You go get a job. You know what? You know, I, there's jobs out there, but you gotta know somebody. <laughs> you gotta be related to, related to somebody. Yeah. Co-sign for me. No more. <laughs> no more co-signers. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> well. What you need a you need to know somebody to get a job at Chuck E. Cheese? For goodness' oh, sake! For goodness' sake! Chuck E. Cheese is that place where you go there for um, your birthday party? They have pizza, and Chuck E. Cheese comes out and sings. And scares all the kids. <laughs> and then there's this, this creepy Chuck E. Cheese Elvis. It's pretty creepy, and they're mostly adults. Oh. My dad got loaded there one time. Yeah, they <laughs> serve alcohol. They serve alcohol. My dad was drinking with Chuck E. Cheese. He was like, peachy Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I mean, there have been shootings at Chuck E. Cheese and stuff because they serve alcohol, and so, you know, the parents are – Getting drunk over here, like giving their but, kids, here's more money, go play. Yeah, and then they next saw thing, you know, tokens for the kids. To play games. It's like crack, those tokens, and you win these horrible games, <laughs> yes. like a bottle of water, you got to get 700 points. <laughs> yes. I couldn't afford to go to Chuck E. Cheese, though. My, my mom took me to the snack bar at Kmart. <laughs> I got a lot of gifts, but they put them all back. For our guests in Australia and other parts of the world, Chuck E. Cheese is a uh, a pizza place with an indoor playground and arcade for children. Where a kid and, can be a kid. And, you're, and a lot of parents take their kids there to play in the indoor playground or play in the arcades. Mm -hmm. They also host birthday parties for kids. Fundraisers. And, I was there last week for and, fundraiser. Yeah, and they have like men in full-size or kids in full sights. I don't know what they are, but in suits of rats. Like Chuck E. Cheese is a mouse. It's, it's a mouse. A, it, you know what Chuck E. Cheese? I don't know. Like when you, when you say mouse, it makes me think of Mickey Mouse. He's a rat. He's a rat. He's a rat. Yes. He's gray. He reminds me of Splinter from. Um, it, you know Ninja what? It, oh, it's Splinter. a great place. You know, it's a great place to get a babysitter. Eh? <laughs> you have your beer and while they play in all. They they play on all the jungle yeah, gym and you, stuff. You can like hook that. up with a lot of cougars there too. Man. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of single moms. You can pick up. How are you? Eighteen? Why are you two kids? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so what else? Okay. You got so what happened? So so what's up? They're, so what happened? They were they were they got a twenty eight thousand dollar fine, basically. Twenty eight thousand yeah. dollar fine. And they're gonna pay the money to all these kids because um, what they were doing, I guess, um, operating a trash compactor and using a dough mixer is considered a hazardous job. Yeah. So not only so not only were they you know employing what was that face minors, about Jonesy? I didn't think what, like a was their boss, a dough mixer. Would you know be the the guy that's hazardous. A, that's a machine. You know who? I mean, I just wouldn't. I didn't 
think about it. it yeah, you know, it was Newt, Newt Gingrich that was uh, that was hiring those kids. Newt? Isn't he the, the vato that, that says, you know, hire all the kids? I don't see nothing wrong with that, eh? I don't see nothing wrong with them. No, but there are there are labor I labor mean, laws, especially. Of course, there's labor laws, but they're giving the kids them kids who are getting the job. But at the same time, it's against the law. Dude, dude, how many how many jobs did we do for my dad? That was a okay? long. And time then ago. we go to the neighbors with the with the but with wait, our clippers. <laughs> did you know and that? our lawnmower? And we do some there. Did What's you know wrong with that? No, eh? you know what, brother? So the only know? thing wrong with that is my dad used to take them long breaks. No. <laughs> First of all, we should when we work with our dad. It's not a job. We got to work with our dad. Secondly, parents can hire the kids legally yes. in a shop to work in a yeah. family there, business. There's there's loopholes for parents well, to be allowed. What's wrong with them having a, a, a larger a, opportunity to work? It's a franchise company. Like they have to follow laws of any the, other big business. There are ch- child labor laws. Yeah. They they or they should allow them to work. They could maybe allow them to work uh, other machines or other, I mean, not, in other positions that don't They're have machines. They're not allowed to even like. But. There, you, you, you're allowed to work at 14 years old, a work permit at 14 years old, but it's very restricted. I thought it was 15. 14. Really? Mm-hmm. With a work permit. Very restricted, though. And I remember when I used to be a manager at Burger King. Well, let's I but you were 14, bro. No, but I used to be a manager, and I used to hire 16-year-olds. I remember was, you, that was restricted. I remember you faded because you cut your finger with the, I didn't with faint. the, with the automatic hedge. I believe hedge, it. If the, anybody out there the, has ever the seen hedge Jose, cutter. Encounter a spider, you'll know exactly <laughs> I did what not we're talking faint. about. <laughs> okay, on to the next current events, for next. goodness sakes. Okay, um, this one is actually in Austria. Um, there's a, a gentleman, his name is Behar Murlaku. Yes, I killed it. We already <laughs> Behar. Know. Behar. Um, and basically, he was at a casino in Begnaz, Austria, <laughs> and hit the jackpot. On a slot machine, okay, a fifty-seven million dollar jackpot. Okay, what? Obviously, where was this again? In Austria. Fifty-seven million yeah. um, U.S. It didn't say, but it said euros. euros. Is what I'm guessing because okay. I'll explain later. But oh well, because they're not worth anything anymore, eh? Mm-hmm. No, they're still pretty. Not in Greece. No, that, they don't do euros in Greece. They isn't do... the euro the whole like European? No, but, but Greece isn't Europe, dude. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. What is it? Mediterranean. That's not a continent, Jose. Damn, no. you totally missed it, eh? But it's not Europe. But Europe is a, co- a France, continent. France, Spain, Italy, England. That's the euro right there. It's but, four, four but countries. Isn't it Europe? Isn't Greece Europe? No, it's the North, Northern, Northern uh, Australia. It's Europe. I mean, Northern Australia. <laughs> Northern Africa. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's Europe. It is Europe. But it's not a euro. It's not one of the euro countries. Okay, please. Yeah, it is. Really? Don't yes. You, do I stand corrected? Can no, it that, isn't. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> By the way, Jackie Casas chimes in and she says, my sister found a roach in the cheese thingamajob, bigamabob, whatever, at Chuck E. Cheese, and they haven't been back since then. It was seventh grade. Really? Last year. Tell her to stay. You should have told her puff, puff, pass, eh? The roach? Not <laughs> that kind of roach. <laughs> all right. So, all right. All right. Move okay, on. So, what happened? So, Basically, I mean, could you imagine winning 57 million euros, dollars, whatever? It's a lot of money, okay? He's ecstatic. He goes to collect after, you know, there's a huge crowd. If you've ever been in the casino, you know, anybody wins something big, there's like a huge crowd. Everybody's all excited like they just won when they didn't. Right. So he goes to collect, ecstatic. Lights are going off. Sirens are going off. And the casino says no. Why? 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 Basically, the casino is saying that... There was a, um, 
I just had a complete brain fart. There was a malfunction, and it had to what? do with the system. There was an error. Although the no computer way. was saying that there was a jackpot on the screen, he only had four out of the necessary five symbols showing. You know what I heard? I heard that, that after further investigation, the uh, the casino was going to get bailed out by uh, Obama. So uh, <laughs> he, he, tell him to hold tight, eh? <laughs> Oh, man. So, anyway, so the uh, casino says, we're so sorry. We're not going to give you your 57 million euros, but we will give you 100 euros and a free meal. Oh, my gosh. Come on. This guy is so angry. He's actually suing the casino for his money. I would. Um, and the casino is saying, well, you know, basically there was a there was an error on the computer. And the, def- the defense for the other guy or the, well, the lawyer for the other guy is saying, well, how do you know? The screen didn't malfunction, and the last one just didn't spin. You never know. The computer is saying yeah. he won it. Right. Um, if that's how they want to run their business on computers, then hey, right. so be it. Well, there's also come to find out that there's an Austrian law that forbids any jackpots over 2 million euros. What? Which oh. then makes you wonder, how the heck do you have a casino that can pay out. I mean, it's under false. any law. They don't. It's false it's advertising. Called, exactly. It's called the layaway plan. You're never, eh? <laughs> never going to be able to hit any kind of jackpot. Yeah, so they, I think this will get interesting. Interesting. I kind of wish it was like in Vegas because then I'd be able to follow this news all over the place. So it makes you it makes you not want to like if, go. Well, I wouldn't go to casinos anyway. So oh, I'm going to casino in you know? two months. How about you? I'll be having fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? When I go to casinos, I usually go because I'm going with someone else. I don't do a lot of gambling, dude. Me either, man. You know. They don't have, like, quarter tables. <laughs> and I don't do the slots. I just sit at the penny slot so they can bring me free drinks all night. And then once I'm pretty good, I'll just go out and party. It's Vegas. Yeah, it's Vegas. All right, move on. Next yeah. next current event. <laughs> so, um, lastly, I want to go to – well, I have two more things, Kai. Let's do it. Everybody Twitter's here. Does everybody hear Twitter? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Anybody follow Charlie Sheen? Yes, of course. Winning. Did you catch his phone number yesterday? No. He tweeted his phone Yesterday, number? Yesterday, Charlie Sheen, while in Las Vegas, having dinner at a casino, <laughs> was going to basically, I don't know what it is, message, direct message, Justin Bieber. Oh, no. Um, his phone number, and the message actually said, 310-954-7277. Call me, bro. See. Hey, hold on a second. What? Why is he getting, sending Bieber his phone number? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Well, instead of direct messaging it to Justin Bieber, he took after what was that um, guy's name? Uh, that uh, one politician who like Wiener? sent all his stuff all over the place. Wiener? Yeah, he basically tweeted so- his phone number and. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so what happened? Did he block his number? Um, he hasn't changed it yet. Once he caught wind of it, he actually well, got... We should call it. What's the number again? Um, 310. 1310. 954. 954. Are you really giving away on yeah. here? 727. He tweeted seven, it, not 77. 77. Seven, seven. Okay, let's see what happens when we call he Charlie Chase's phone. Let's see what happens. Your balance is low. You have... Nine dollars <laughs> remaining. Please refill your account. To add money to your account now using a prepaid card, press one. To add money to your account now using a credit card, the phone isn't working. He bought it over at that casino. Hey, eh? man. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. So, um, basically, he removed the tweet as soon as he realized what had happened, but he actually received 1,800 text messages. Wow. Before he could remove it. And people were calling, and I guess he thought it would be funny, and he was just answering, you know, the phone a couple times, like, raise pizza, <laughs> winning, you know. I mean, could you imagine calling Charlie Sheen and actually having him answer? Oh, that's crazy, dude. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty hilarious. Invite him on the show, man. Call him up and get I him I have here. talked to him. I have. I mean, I have. What do you tell about, you? I winning. Tried, I have tried to, avoid, uh, you know, whatever, but he doesn't. He thinks he's too cool for us. He doesn't know what's going on. All right, so what's going on next? <laughs> yes. Lastly, but Felipe Esparza knows what's going on. Yeah, That's man. why he's here. Ciao. I want to take you guys to the stupid state of this week. All right. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Good. Okay. I don't know. Have has I, have I ever had Arizona as a stupid state? The stupid state of the week. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had Arizona. Okay. I think. I think. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's I mean, hear it. there's a lot of stupid stuff that comes out of Arizona, but there's I have aliens gotten... in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Illegal okay. aliens. <laughs> no, not in Arizona. They're all gone from there. Okay. Eugene Foster of Santan Valley, Arizona, 31 years old, was arrested for trying to teach his girlfriend's daughter a lesson when he discovered a photo of her nude on her cell phone. He said, OK, you want to take nude photos? Let's send it to 38 contacts on your phone list. What? Who did her, her father? Oh, my. Her her mother's boyfriend. Oh no! Um, basically, he probably sent it to himself. Got, while he was they got at into it. an argument, um, and it Did turned into it? a fight from the discussion. And he says, "I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to send this out to 30 plus contacts on your phone." And he did. Oh no way! So what happened? He got arrested. He got arrested for a sexual exploitation of a minor. Yes, good for him. Good for that dude. Um, but basically, he sent it out to 38 contacts. Didn't know who they were. Sent it to parents. Um, kids, the girl, it doesn't give the age of the girl, but I'm going to assume she was pretty young, you know, considering he just snatched her cell phone or, you know, whatever. But nonetheless, um, he's on like $250,000 bail. The school had to issue, the district had to issue all these like disclaimers to the parents and they're using it as an example to teach kids about this whole sexing thing that's just getting ridiculously out of control. So he's the stepdad? I would assume he's the stepdad. So what the mom do? It it does not say anything about the mom. I mean, I'm sure she's pretty feeling stupid as well in the situation. Yeah, is. man. Yeah. Play it, Jose. Stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. I walked away, dude. I was in the middle of trying to do something here. <laughs> That's real stupid. So, <laughs> no, no. He was charged with, uh, I don't know what, Sanduskyism? Is that what they call it? <laughs> no, they call it pretty <laughs> stupid, man. Huh? He's, you don't know. Oh no! Oh yeah! No no no! I think Sandusky's going to be charged with a whole lot more. Okay, so that's what he'll we, get. He'll I get was a, like Sandusky's got a whole lot more going wrong I, for him. You know what? I don't guy. think I don't think he's going to, you know, do much time or anything like that because they don't. Arizona doesn't have the resources. They're uh, too busy getting rid of all the Mexicans. Over oh there. whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. They're not trying to get rid of Mexicans. They're just trying yeah, to not have are. them there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, anyway, so um, is that the is that your current That's events, it. babe? That's my current events. Ladies and events. gentlemen, Josie's current events. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna be right back, and um, and uh, when we come back, I have I have I gotta talk about Lowe's Home Improvement versus the Muslims. Okay, so we'll be right back. Tuesday is Twins Day. 
Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Tune in to Twin Talk for the premiere of American Vato, where you can pick a real homegrown Vato to be the first American Vato. Check out these creases, Ese. Don't cut yourself. I got my flannel, my khakis, and my imperials, Ese. Que mas quieres? Will it be El Enano from East L.A. with his firme threads but menacing stare? Don't be a chava, Ese. Vote for me, because I'm the real American vato. Hey, baby, que paso? I'm the most firme ruca in this joint, Ese. Or La Shy Girl from Bolin. And Chucho and my man. She's got connections, eh? Shout out to my homegirl, Sapa. Hey, Sapa, I got your eyeliner, eh? Orale, that's a firme track, Holmes. Turn it up till it bumps. Or do you prefer to groove with Flaco from Dogtown? I get the ladies, Ese. Orale, Holmes. You can't groove it like me, Ese. This is how I get the niña, eh? So show America where you're from, Ese, and call on your cell or from your cell to vote for the first American Vato. Premiere soon on Twin Talk. That's more like it. All right, so now we're back. Uh, as you heard, that was a uh, American Idol. It's a pilot. It's we... American Vato. Como que American Idol? Ni que nada, no, it's a, it, before there was American like Idol, American Idol. They, they conceived something else different. It was American Vato, and uh, we unearthed it, and there it is. There you gentlemen. go. Puro American Vato. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you know what? Um, it's time now for a little segment I like to call... Okay, because I, I got I to gotta get on my soapbox, okay? I read on the L.A. Now what, brother? Ladies and gentlemen, on the L- Los Angeles Democratic Times today, okay, in the business section, <laughs> I read the business section, okay? I read this. Check this out. It says here, listen to this, brother. Lowe's faces a backlash after it pulls ads. Politicians, activists slam the chain after it disengages from the show about Muslims. Okay, Home improvement. They, they had. They were engaged, bro. <laughs> no. Uh, did they already? Uh, what do you mean? They they were going to tie the knot or what? No, 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 <laughs> dude. Here's the deal. Okay, Lowe's Home Improvement, the big chain, Lowe's Home Improvement. Okay, pulls its sponsors as ads out. Do you, you read that? Let me get that mic up. Uh, you know, uh, Felipe, you you got your mic there? No, I don't see it. Anyway, um, they um. They pull their ads because there's a show that uh, that is on A and E channels or Discovery Channel called All American Muslim, and there is a Florida Family Association, which is a conservative group, a Christian group that says that that show promotes traditional 
No, I'm sorry that it, it that is that it promotes anti-Christianity or whatever because they're Muslim. Okay, so here's the deal: because of the everyone's chewing in the mic now. There's Felipe <laughs> now, and my brother chewing in the mic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so they say because of the controversy, Lowe's pulled their ads out of that show. Okay, wow. now listen to this: Senator Ted Liu, a Democrat from Torrance, called that move quote bigoted. Shameful and un-American, and a petition on signon.org calls the, the calls on companies to keep advertising on the show has garnered more than fourteen thousand signatures. Okay, and even activist and actress Mia Farrow has joined the battle on Twitter wow. and, and has urged a boycott against Lowe's. Okay, I gotta say something about that. Ya okay, that's bullshit. Okay, the, welcome back to Twin Talk. Jose and Angel. What's hey, the reason why this okay? What's bullshit? It's what, bullshit. What is? What is wrong? Okay, if you own a company and you want to put up a, a pay for a commercial, it's your right. Right. It's your right to pull the commercial. Right. Why? Why is it that all of a sudden that you know there are people are going to get offended because you pull a commercial out of a out of a show? It has nothing to do with being bigoted. You know, they said. Here's what Lowe says. A spokeswoman for Lowe says that the company has had a long-standing commitment to diversity and pulled the ads only after the show became a lightning rod for people to voice complaints from a variety of perspectives. Okay? All American Muslim is a show that premiered last month that follows the day-to-day lives of five Muslim American families in Michigan. Because there's a lot of Muslims in, in Michigan. A lot of them. So here's the deal. The problem I have with that is this. What is wrong with okay? Forget political correctness. It's my money. Uh-huh. If I want to put ads in a, in a in a show or whatever, I can do it. If I choose not to, I can do that too. And yeah, you know what? I'm not I'm not into any of this. But but uh, and if you want to complain, you can too. Yeah, that's fine. But guess what they're doing? They're, they're complaining. They're, that's fine to complain, but they're asking for uh, they're asking to boycott. And not only that, this this. Um, this Senator Ted Lieu has even has even called. Uh, he sent a letter to the state, and he's asking for a a uh, some kind of motion against Lowe's for doing what they're doing, and he's also calling for a boycott. Now we got a politician saying against Lowe's, which is a corporation that employs tens of thousands, presumably. Mm. Oh, you know what I say? I just you know what I, I I'm not gonna support any side, but. They're wasting time, man. You know, they, they should go out there and occupy something. <laughs> you know what? Occupy don't do nothing. You know, what bothers me is that, listen, what is wrong with that? Especially in an age now where all the time you watch, often when you watch television, you see comedians or you see in the media, they're picking left and right. They're picking on the Christians, calling them fringe and, and, and radicals. As a matter of fact, there's a thing here that says um, uh, that there was – that they even oh, where is it? It says here that they called they called it a fringe a response from the fringe and the radicals. You know what, man? All it says to me is that the uh, the the even the like the uh, the newspaper or whatever media outlets are out there, they're rep- reporting the wrong news. No, I think. I it's mean, a, who cares? I think it's important. No, I don't. I do you think know, it's important because it's 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 uh, it's then it's you know it's perpetuating the separation that's occurring between the people already. Right. There's there's a it's calling causing division there, perpetuating the whole uh, racial or religious uh, uh, separation that's occurring. And by by reporting it, 
it's uh, it's keeping us in that dialogue where we should be talking about other things that doesn't separate us, but I that would, unites us. I would agree with you, you know? except and, that. And what do we? What should we do that instead of looking at each other? We should look to something beyond, something I, I greater w- than us. I would agree with you, brother. But there is. It's not the media that's doing this. There's, there's two senators that are pushing for this, and there is also uh, yeah. two major groups that are pushing for a boycott against right. And Lowe's. I, I agree. And so. What? To boycott against Lowe's, for, they're calling it, saying that it's a bigoted move by Lowe's to do that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. They're, they, they claim that it's just because it became a lightning rod for complaints, and they decided, let's not get into controversy, let's pull out. So, but the, I get, so I, the issue here is that people are uh, shouldn't be complaining, just shut up. Get, just shut up. Get, wow. tanto, they get have tanto a right. pedo, man. People are still writing letters. I can't believe it. <laughs> I mean, they're still writing letters. <laughs> I bet you they got, they got together on Sunday, <laughs> and they all said, we got to take down this show. <laughs> Anti-American, it promotes terrorism. And you know what? We're gonna it? start going to Home Depot and scaring Mexicans. Now. <laughs> well, that's what I got. That's the problem I have with that with that motion. I think that it's ridiculous that uh, it's ridiculous that they that they expect. But they always pull ad. This ain't one ad. They put an ad before on another show because of something somebody said. And they can. They have a they right. They cancel the show. They cancel the person out of the show. And, but they have a so right the, to pull the ad. So the thing is that people are just making a lot of pedo out of nothing. But it, it's all right? free ad. It's a free ad for Lowe's now. Yeah. They're but gonna it's... come back and they're gonna come up with a commercial six months later. Lowe's, we're all American. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And the politicians, whoever's probably talking, he's probably running for office. They're trying to get some votes right That's now. That's the thing that politicians... he's trying to get the liberal votes. Exactly. Probably, you know. Yeah. You know what yeah. they should do when they do the damage control on this? They should get us on there, eh? You know we're ethnically diverse, and you know, and you know what? When I don't shave, I look Arab. <laughs> when I go to the airport by myself, I've been randomly selected. Yeah, <laughs> but I can never be a terror. I'm Mexican. You got to be there on time. You got to be organized. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So that's, that's what a I, good one. <laughs> I'll use that to, if the national security ever comes after me for stockpiling and and uh, all that kind of stuff. That. Or for for tweeting all the videos uh, against Monsanto. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I got to say about that. I, what I got so, to say, cállate cabrón, everybody. Cállate cabrón. Everybody, just chill, eh? <laughs> just chill. Hey, you know, I want to say something before we go on our musical break, brother. Is that uh, this that Monsanto? Was, oh, dale. Here we Monsanto go. was awarded the worst company of 2011. Uh, by uh, by society, uh, I wrote it down, but uh, the paper got wet earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Felipe. But yeah, uh, it doesn't. Uh, back in the house. <laughs> it doesn't matter the 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 by whom. But the thing is that it was it was uh, distributed on the big Yahoo, uh, Google, uh, and even uh, Reuters. I think Reuters. Reuters. Well, you know, yes, I was quite. Not wrote a Reuter. So <laughs> look out, Monsanto. We're coming after you. Ciao. Anyway. So that's what I just say about that. I just had to because I read it today in the Los Angeles Democratic Times. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, as we've been promising you, we have a guest from down under from Australia. Her name is Katie J, and she's in Theo Luis's garage. Hi, Katie. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Oh, hey. Thanks for coming down in the cold. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I'm freezing. It, it's 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 hot in Australia right now, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's summer. It's, it's summer, summer down there, and uh, actually where I live is up right up the top, the tropical, tropical sort of area right up the top of uh, Queensland, 
and I think today was 34 Celsius, which I think is uh, uh, I don't looking know. at some in the 90s, whatever know, that is, 97 or something like that. So. Anyway, so uh, Katie, Katie has just come out with hand me that CD, brother. Katie J has just come out with an EP called Katie J and the Fat Lady, and um, tell what's, us what's up. What's up with that? I mean, how uh, yeah. you, you just put this together recently? Didn't yeah, you? yeah. I just actually put that together the week before I came on over, um, just so that I'd have something to some presents. I, I caught some of your videos, your, your your performances on YouTube, and I think they're yeah. fantastic. You Thank have a you. Great rendition of uh, Bette Miller's "The Rose." It made me want to cry. Listen to That's it. That's lovely. Are, are you, as they 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 would say, are you busking over here in the U.S.? Yeah, I have been. I was busking today down on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, busking. Catch a bus. <laughs> yeah, no. Bus- no. I've got a car. Busking for those that don't know yet is uh, when they prefer. Uh, is that not a word you use in America? No. You don't say busking. We, we just learned it from the Mojo Bluesmen when they were here. Oh, okay, yeah, What's no, busking? it's street performing. Busking yeah. is street performing. Oh. Yeah. So that she's going to be busking uh, across the country. Here yeah, I'm going to be going to Nashville tomorrow, okay. and um, yeah, I'll be singing my songs in the streets down there. So we'll see what happens. So you guys in Nashville, look out every for every day. I'm busking. Every day I'm busking. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Um, before we ask you to. Yeah, perform a song thank you very much please let our listeners know where they can find you or your music uh, well you can find my website um, which is www.kdj.com.au um, also you can go on to Facebook and look for me um, just look up KDJ that's K-A-T-I-E J-J-A-Y yeah and you should be able to find me on Facebook awesome. I'm also on the Twin to- I'm I'm connected with you guys on Twin, Twin, Twin Talk, Talk Show so you can go there and find me there too so. awesome so go to our web go to our Facebook and you can find Katie J there and now uh, ladies and gentlemen she's going to perform a track live in Theo Lisa's Garage what are you performing for us? We're gonna, I'm going to be playing a song that I wrote it's called Late at Night all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Miss Katie J.
Thanks, guys. Oh, I got chills down my back. Eh? <laughs> I've got chills, but I think it's because I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> there was snow in the mountains today. <laughs> I was in LA. Where I saw snow, man. <laughs> this is this is an amazing thing. Pe- people are not expecting to see snow when they come to Los uh, it Angeles. It sure wasn't. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Th- thanks for braving the cold weather. No and Here in Theo Luis's garage. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we had Katie J perform in Theo Luis's garage all the way from Australia. Yeah. Right on. From Far North Queensland. From Queensland. So shout out yeah. to all you over in Far yeah. North Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> hi, Gordy. Hi, Irene. Hi, uh, hi JR and, and Alita. <laughs> hey, everybody. From yeah. us, too. Yeah. From Los Cuates. That means the twins in Spanish, eh? <laughs> all right, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, Miss Katie J. Thanks, guys. So now, so now, as we as we've been promising and promoting all week long, dude, I couldn't wait to start promoting as soon as uh, um, Senor Esparza's people emailed and said yes. I said, "Orale, let's tell the people, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, comedian and actor and winner of NBCLA or NBC's Last Comic Standing, uh, our friend and uh, homie here, Felipe Esparza." Yeah. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Good, all right? Fantastic. <laughs> thanks for coming. Felipe, thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for braving the, the cold uh, in Tia Luis's garage. Man, it is cold, man. Now, it's a garage. I saw a homeless guy outside asking for hugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I got to tell you, I watched Last, Last Comic Standing. I watched every season. I, I was rooting for you. I'm glad you did it. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Did you think you'd go that far? I would never thought I'd go that far. Really? For those of you guys are wondering what I look like in Australia, imagine an Aborigine and Benito del Toro mixed together. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> you know what? That's a very good description. <laughs> <I'm> taller, eh? <laughs> 
That's actually pretty, pretty I, right on. I had auditioned before for Last Comic Standing. Like I spent the night, like the cattle call. Really? They said, "Come on down," and I was all my friends. We spent the night. We camped out. <laughs> we, had, we we made clicks during, during the night, and I made it all the way through. Uh-huh. But then, and I made it all the way through to a TV, but they didn't show my show, and they didn't pick me. But people saw me for three seconds on TV. Really? And then the second time, they, tra- they said, hell no. <laughs> and then the third time, which was the one I won, I wanted to, I didn't want to audition because I, I said, you don't want to go through that. It's heartache. You know, you go through that, uh-huh. you get all ready, and then you, they don't pick you, and then you see people that they pick. You say, oh, man, this is, this is rigged or whatever. <laughs> hey, so let's so, talk about your people. I'm sorry to interrupt, brother. I want to talk about his people. You talk about your people. Now, you, your background is you, you come out of Boyle Heights. Yeah, the Boyle Heights is the capital of East Los Angeles. <laughs> right on. So you know the uh, the the, uh, the the bookstore down there on is it Fourth Street? Uh, my bad. Something floor. <laughs> it's got one of those Oakley names at the end. You know. So let's you know let's talk about East LA. You grew you grew up in in one of the projects. Yeah. Tell uh, what is it, Aliso Pico? No, Pico Gardens. Uh. Right next to Pico Aliso, and then Aliso Village. You know, a bunch of names for projects. Of things you never heard of, so right. you, you don't really care about them. It <laughs> should just be called, hey, I don't care about these projects. It's just projects, yeah. right? What Housing was it, projects. What was it like uh, growing up in the you know in the uh, East L.A. projects? I had fun, man. I knew everybody. You know, it was like a village. We all grew up. You know, a lot of people in my neighborhood really never went anywhere. Uh-huh. But uh, like some people don't even know nothing about 101 North Freeway. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't know nothing about that. All we do is hang out in the hood. Well, you know, East L.A. is like a, a country in of itself. You could yeah. just, it, it's almost like not even leaving, you know, certain parts. You don't have to, you and, know. And you're, you're already there with your raza, right? Yeah. Especially like, I live in, I grew up in Boyle Heights, and it's like right above, as soon as you leave downtown Los Angeles right. and go east, the first neighborhood you hit, that's Boyle Heights. Right. And then you get to Indiana Avenue, right. then East L.A. starts, so. Now, I remember so that you, you guys are really close to the Dodger Stadium, kind of. Yeah, close. We could walk. It'll be like a 45-minute walk. Yeah. Down the river? No, yes, I've done that before. <laughs> I rode the river back home. <laughs> the Los Angeles River. And yeah. Would you still go? I mean, how, what do you think about their 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 things are going on right So, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Katie J is on her way. Bye, Katie. So, Bye, um, Katie. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Now, I, I, I remember uh, the first time, let me just mention, the first time I heard of Boyle Heights was because they captured a serial killer. That's right, man. <laughs> Richard Ramirez, man, <laughs> they caught him. This is this is a comedian named Larry Omaha. He says, "Yeah, man, they jumped him, man. <laughs> no Latinos, man. We don't let my friend Larry Omaha. He says Latinos, man. If you do something bad, we're gonna rat you out." <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, man. He tried to steal the only car in the neighborhood." <laughs> and it's comedian Larry Omaha. He says that, and that's true. What happened, you know? But man, what was funny about Richard Ramirez, you know, he was Latino. He was the first Latino who made it to um, primetime TV, you know, <laughs> yeah. besides George Lopez. <laughs> so, um, let, you know, I, I promised our listeners that we we're going to, because we're going coming into a an election year. Yeah. And uh, our, our show, the first half of every one of our shows, we tend to delve into politics. And I'm really curious, you know, the Republican uh, the Repu- the Republican race for presidency is is has been an up and down. I mean, how would you describe it? I mean, wh- wh- what's your thoughts on the Republican uh, uh, hopefuls? I don't even know who's running, man. <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, I watch Fox News. You know, I heard of Romney, right, and Herman Cain, right, 
and that lady with a weird face of eating corn dog, <laughs> and um, Michelle Bachman. Michelle Bachman. And then New Greenridge came in. I, had, I even had a joke after I watched his his um his thing. I said, "Oh man, I just finished watching the 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 Greenridge who stole Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I, I try to I follow as much as possible, but not much. But I'm I'm looking like. But you heard what happened with Herman Cain. You had like fifteen. I don't know how many. We were. I'm hustling. <laughs> he had all these different sexual harassment uh, accusers. Well, you know, he works with hotels. You know, <laughs> that happens a lot when you work with hotels. <laughs> it happens. You know, you're the boss. Can I clean this hotel? Yeah, you clean that hotel. <laughs> he was in the hotel and restaurant business, which is a real low bar business. I used to be in that business. Did you, you local do? eleven, by the way. If you're a union local, <laughs> restaurant and hotel union, did you? <laughs> I used to work at Dodger Stadium, man, hooking hot dogs. Oh, really? Everybody, everybody fooled around. See, I do. You look familiar. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, man. What happened to the Dodger dog? It used to be so good. Well, you know, you, you got to get it from me. Uh. You know, we we grill them, and some so some places grill them, and some places boil them. So really, they, they steam them. Oh yeah, nothing good about that, dude. You want to grill no. them, right? Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the Dodgers. If, if for those listeners who who pay attention to baseball and sports, the Dodgers had a really crazy year this year. Oh, it was crazy, man! They went through a divorce, right? The owner. There's a couple of fires at the beginning of the season. A fire, and a guy got beat up in the beginning of the season. Are you a fan of the Dodgers? Yes, I grew up with a fan. I've been a fan since day one. I threw a dodge. I threw the first pitch at Dodger Stadium oh, last year when I won. Awesome. But it didn't make it bounce. And try to throw a knuckleball lock, everybody. <laughs> like Fernando Valenzuela, yeah. screwball, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you grew up going to the Dodger Stadium, Yes. You know? And did it kill you? I mean, it killed me to watch the Dodgers the way they were hurting this year, man. Man, you know, people say they hurt harder than this year before, man. Right. Remember during the riots, the Daniel riots? Right. And then Tommy Lasorda lost all that weight on that slim fast. Oh, yeah. I, I used to have a joke. I said that, yeah, man, Tommy Lasorda. Well, Miro Comedian said this joke. Tommy Lasorda lost, 90, lost six, 76 pounds and the Dodger lost 99 games. <laughs> I hate I hate skinny Tommy Lasorda. Bring back the fat Tommy. We want, to, we want Tommy Lasagna. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about lasagna. You know, um, I heard, I just read recently that you became a vegan. Yes. That's unheard of for anybody who's Mexican. It's hard, un, unheard of for anybody that's Mexican, anybody in my house, because my mom er, cooks everything with manteca. Right. Lard. She puts lard on everything, bacon, eggs, ham. I had a, I had a heart attack when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> Who puts lard on cupcakes? <laughs> that's true. I remember growing up, we had that big tub of lard in the refrigerator. It was like everywhere. You used it for everything. For the that's, a, that's a secret ingredient, eh? Dude, my mom one time had <laughs> chapped lips, and she put that lard on my lips. <laughs> that's man. right. Uh, uh, that yeah. was gross. <laughs> That's or, funny. or my tia, you know, if you got a cut, she'd get the spider web and just put it right there, right? Uh, <laughs> I saw that Apocalypto, too. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they put on those ants yeah. to cover those stitches. And, and if you don't got anything, just a little saliva, huh? <laughs> How about that, that cone in your ear with a with fire? Yeah, you know what? The funny about thing about growing Mexican, growing up Mexican-American, they have these really weird, like, home remedies. Have you ever seen that remedy for, for the little kids that have the hiccups? They put a little red string on their forehead. They do that. Wow, no, no, <laughs> that's crazy, man. It's a or, the, or the egg on a chest for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you go to Curandera for that, you know. Um, so let's. So as so, how is it though? How's it been being a vegan? I mean, did you get hungry? It's tough, man, because um, I started out being vegetarian at first. You know, not eating, but then I, then I said I went gung ho, 
And then, and then um, so, it's tough, man. I went to a Mexican vegan restaurant, though, in, in San Francisco. Wow. Only in San Francisco. <laughs> of course, yeah. It was like the first Mexican restaurant I went to where there was nobody in a restroom blowing it up. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet paper was full, people. <laughs> Every, it was it was crazy. You Even just, the mariachis were wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, mariachi, play me that favorite song. You know how it goes, tan tan." <laughs> I was drinking horchata. A lot of people people don't know what horchata is. You drink horchata, right? Yes, yeah. yes. What I, is that? Shit? Some people, white people, don't even know what it is. It's some white people have drank it. Some black people have drank it. Without even knowing you drank horchata, you probably drank um, cinnamon toast crunch cereal milk. <laughs> that is horchata. <laughs> and it's vegan, too, if you do it with um, soy milk or almond milk. Oh, uh, my gosh. You know, it's funny. My girlfriend, she was raised vegan. And now uh. she, I, sometimes we eat raw. Baby, uh -huh. I like it raw. <laughs> <laughs> so was that the impetus for it? Was that why you decided to go vegan? Did she talk you into it? No, because she was uh, when she met me. She was like vegetarian, you know, but then she met me. She started eating Jack in the Box, you know, jalapeno poppers. Right on. The number five was cheese. That's right. You know, when you eat by yourself in your car, you put all the, all the, all the ranch, ranch sauces. <laughs> on the dashboard? You eat it by yourself. Listen to, listen to Arlo Bo. I love you, Lupe. <laughs> That's true. But it's tough being vegan, man, because my mom, like, it's weird, you know, like, growing up, like most Mexicans, like we're not supposed to be eating no milk. First of all, right. you, mess, you you name any Mexican you know, he always has gas. <laughs> I mean, he always has to fart. <laughs> he always has to go to the bathroom and blow it up. <laughs> if you go to his house, the toilet paper is gone. <laughs> but but you, know, you name any Mexican, any Latino, you cannot eat dairy. Look it up. <laughs> you know, that's true, that's true. and my brother, grow, all my little brothers that were born here. Instead of getting Similac, they would give him soy Similac. <laughs> My mom should have got through her head, you know, stop giving us whole milk with quesadillas and. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's not good shit, man. Let me tell you. No, but we're talking about your mom and the way that she, she cooked a lot of lard, like my mom, too. Did you, you had a big family? Yeah, seven brothers. Oh, really? One sister, but compared to like other families in the housing projects, we were a small family. <laughs> like there was a there was a family called the Lecheros. <laughs> Le we called them the Lecheros because there were like fifteen of them, brother. <laughs> the Lecheros. They didn't have a they didn't have a photo album. They have a yearbook. Right? <laughs> and they all had different dads. They all, no, same dad. Believe it or not, same dad. No, 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 no. Just some machine. <laughs> but see, he come from the the generation of Mexican and Latinos that. If you had like a ten thousand kids, that means you were you were macho, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Forget about supporting them, you know. I just had them. So, you're, one sister. And talk about family. You 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 were a single dad. Yeah, I'm a single dad. You know, it's a it's tough it's a tough job to be a single dad. You know, but it's an easy job to get. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no there's no self help book for single fathers, man. You're right. There's no book called. How to raise a perfect child on Saturday from nine to nine p.m. <laughs> <laughs> or what to do when she expects you to be there. <laughs> or there should be a book for a little boy called "Hey, how do I get along with my two dads?" <laughs> <laughs> or my son called another kid. My son calls another man daddy. You know, it's <laughs> like that to get to the core of it. <laughs> That's true. That makes sense, man. I'm a horrible. I used to be a horrible person. I used to sell marijuana to my son's mom's new husband. I was trying to get along with him. <laughs> then I would take his money and give it to her child support. So how do you feel about that? I know I, you, 
420 pyramid scheme. I'm going to take some notes on this, Holmes. How do you feel about that? Because, you know, I know growing up, you know, we we grew up in a Mexican-American family, and there's there's none of this, like, uh, uh, you know, like, oh, let the kid do his thing, or, you know, uh, be nice to him, or, or, you know, uh, uh, there's no losing. There's no feelings. eh? There's no, you know, like, (laughs) you give them excuses for everything, right? I mean, it's like the new age way. Is that how you raise your, 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 your child? Yeah, I, I, I tell my like I raise my son differently, you know, because I see him once a week, first of all. <laughs> but it's different, you know. Like I was at my mom's house, you know, my mom's old school. She's like one of those ladies that she used to clean for my dad and all that. Uh-huh. Now they're not, they ain't together no more. They uh-huh. separated. Uh-huh. And um, but my my brother, my nephew, who has a he's eighteen, mm-hmm. he has a girlfriend, you know, and. He wants to go make her a plate of food. Oh, <laughs> at the pig at the house party, dude. All right, there was man, there was food. He wants to make her a plate, oh, not me. not her <laughs> making him a plate. My mom freaked out. <laughs> she freaked out. Totally, like her world was tumbling. Like uh-huh. she, she's not ex- she's not ex- she's not gonna accept a new world. Yeah. <laughs> she while she was over there, le estás haciendo un plato. <laughs> Like, what's next? And then she goes, hey, hey, I never met her a plate before. What's going on, man? Hey, hey man, don't be. I was just making her a plate. And then um, I, I told her, man, listen, man, just make her a plate, whatever she wants. Whatever, right? And then my mom started to see how much food she was making. My, my brother, my nephew had to put extra food on for both of us. <laughs> In the same plate. My mom used to say, apretate los huevos, no seas maracón. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, no, that, like my mom too. She would tell me the worst advice. Like I remember, like remember, I remember, like there was chicks that liked me that already had kids. Uh-huh. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with that girl? She already, she already has two kids. <laughs> she don't know, man. I missed the best sex of my life. <laughs> I wasn't gonna marry her. That could have been my training. <laughs> Instead, I had to be with ugly chicks. Wait for my quiet cannon. <laughs> the quiet cannon. The hop. <laughs> that's the only place you hook up with a mom and a daughter <laughs> for those of you who don't know what the hop is that's that place man where you go there to not pick up on Kim Kardashian you pick up, you go there to pick up on G- Bruce Jenner and his wife <laughs> <laughs> the original so, Cougars so you, uh, you've recently done a couple of movies they're, they're well actually you got an upcoming movie got, called on Showtime called They're Not Gonna Laugh At You yeah it's my one hour special right on what's that what, is that that's not well, that's not a movie, dude. That's just, it's, oh, it's, it's I'm a, sorry. That's it's a your, live show. Dude. It's your one-hour uh, show. Not Tell us about that. Yeah, what the title. What's up with that? Oh, the title <laughs> is because when I told my mom, I was gonna, first of all, remember um, Carrie, the movie? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she's going to the prom, and her mom, <laughs> oh, her, yeah. the mother already hating. Yeah. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> right, yeah. So my mom, we my mom saw that movie. I, I guess we saw it together. She remembered it. And then um, I told her I was going to be a comedian, and of course she thought it was a bad idea. Uh-huh. She said, uh, so instead of telling me good luck, she goes, I told her I was kind of nervous about this show. She said, don't worry about it. No one there is going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> good Dude, I told her I was a comedian. My mom doesn't get it, man. Like She bought me a ham puppet, <laughs> a monkey puppet. I told my dad I was a comedian. Oh, he, he found out he still thinks that I should have kept that job at UPS. I would have been like a supervisor by now. <laughs> You could have been driving a truck with a little chocolate brown shorts. Yeah, for my family, man, to go into like entertainment business or anything other to do than work nine to five and get pregnant, have kids, and have have a quinceanera and all that is odd. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you've been doing this how long now? Since '96. '96. What made you get into what? What was it that did it for you that you that made you want to be a comedian? Man, I really ran out of things I wasn't good at. <laughs> for reals, I was working at Dodger Stadium making hot dogs. I was the funniest guy there. <laughs> right. You know, on. and then um, I well, I had just came out of rehab. You know, I was in rehab. You know, they sent me the, Father Greg Boyle, you know, from Homeboy Industry. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah before, good he, before he had Homeboy Industry, it was just him in, a, in his tricycle, you know, right. helping out the people, and he sent me to the rehab. When I came out, uh-huh. I started being a comedian. Uh-huh. Wow. I started going to open mics on a place called The Natural Fudge on some... And what was your first your first gig like for you? Oh, I was nervous, man. I was nervous. They're not going to laugh at you. I was nervous. <laughs> I, even, I, I was... And I... And I I don't know about how, how comedians dressed or anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was dressed like a '80s comic. <laughs> oh, you know what I was dressed like? Nuh-uh. I was embarrassed. I was dressed like Fuzzy Bear from the Muppets. Nuh-uh. All I needed was a hat. <laughs> hey there, I got one-liners. <laughs> Here's a doozy. <laughs> You're gonna like this one. Waka 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 waka. So I love the Muppets. So my first joke was, it was weird. Set up. It was called the Natural Fudge. It's right there by the Scientologist Church, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and they had a comedian go up, and then two comedians go up, and then a band will go up and play their set, like five, two, two songs or three songs, and then while they're getting down, the comedian performing while the other band setting up. Okay. So I have followed these two guys that were bald. These two black dudes. <laughs> they were pretty good. <laughs> and I said, "Give it up, man! Millie Vanilli making a comeback." <laughs> They Ball. took off their bald heads. They're ready. <laughs> and there was this black guy in a front row with a trench coat. I said, there's a black Amish guy. <laughs> he has no electricity. He has no oven. He has no TV. <laughs> so then from there, I got... I got the, I got the like the, that, the well, you, the bug, the bug, bro. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then the, the owner of the restaurant, the vegan it was a veg, it was a vegan restaurant back then uh, how ironic wouldn't even know it back then it was vegan dude uh-huh. so this day i just noticed later on <laughs> really, really? Was, the owner would say try the nut burger <laughs> <laughs> what'd you think was in it he thought it was uh pornographic <laughs> i don't know man what was it thought? hey, hey uh, so so that's awesome that the way you started how does it so how does it feel now from the contrast of then and now i mean you you're big now Holmes. i was like Wow, it took a long ass time. No, but uh, <laughs> but I, I remember that it was fun, you know, going up as a coming up with a young comic, you uh-huh. know, going every up going up every night and uh-huh. meeting like different comedians and making people laugh, hanging out. Cause I used to hang out late, dude, like till uh-huh. like four in the morning with Jimmy Kennedy. Uh-huh. He was living in his car back then. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. And the only famous comedian that we we, we we used to like look up to and see like he wasn't even that famous yet. It was Eddie Griffin. Oh, yeah, Eddie Griffin. He would do like an hour in Long Beach just on white people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his whole set was one hour. Man, white people, white people. <laughs> and now and now you're performing like you've just done a movie with uh, Paul Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, I'm not like that anymore. I'm talk, not like that no more. Talk about it. I'm not like that no more. It's based on my joke. You know, when you meet a girl that's been with everybody, now it's your turn. I'm not like that no more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And so, if Paul Rodriguez, 
I had did another movie with Paul Rodriguez called The Deported, and I gave everybody a CD, and the producer of the movie liked my CD, uh-huh. and he said, would you like to do a movie about this? Okay. Oh. And so I thought it was a famous Hollywood BS, I, you know, I, I, whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. right, right. And plus, I smoke a lot of weed, and I never <laughs> call him back. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, 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 I threw all your paper with my weed or, <laughs> or, the, or the ashes. So he finally got a hold of me. And he made a deal, and he got my CD, and he hired a director named Christian Sesma. By the way, his his uh, movie was on Showtime, the Shoot the Killer. Yes, and he he they he, they gave him the CD, and he wrote like a eighty page screenplay based on my stand up. Wow! All awesome. the punchlines in my movie are from my stand up. Wow! And awesome. he converted it into with his genius into a movie, directed it, they shot it. We're waiting for it to come out on DVD. Hopefully, one day. Right now, that's like, that's kind of like uh, Cheech and Chong the way yeah. they did their I, first movie. The, I'm uh, not like that no more. Huh? Right on, but you could still get it on. You could get it now on iTunes. Yes, um, download but, it. But you, but you can get it on DVD later. And now there's another one called Taco Shop. That's Taco Shop with Tyler Posey from Teenage Werewolf Teen, Teen Wolf and Sorry. Eric Roberts. Wow, Eric from, Roberts is in from, there from. My favorite movie, uh, Best of the Best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that. The, the golden age of videotapes. Videotapes. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Everybody had one. That's what that that was uh, the uh, the extent of uh, well his heyday, if you will. That so we, it's, uh, I'm sorry, you gonna say something? Brad? Oh, nothing. So here's the deal. So we got <laughs> we got the hol- <laughs> we got the holidays coming up. All right. What's your what was your f- uh, family holidays like in East in East LA in Boyle Heights? A oh, man. The first year at Boyle Heights, it was scary because um, the cop came knocking to our house, and we all got scared. Like we all hid. <laughs> really? We didn't know what was going on, man. Why? Because <laughs> the cops were knocking on our house late at night, uh-huh. and they just brought us presents. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. All oh, right on. Right. And you were they, hiding. They were giving presents to everybody. Oh, that's nice. Right. Actually, they were looking for presents. They're probably looking for people too, though. But <laughs> but hanging out my mouth was good, man. Because my mom would make like she would make dude. She'll get like a whole turkey, and then the turkey will be. She'll make transform the turkey into tamales. Oh, sounds so delicious. Tamales, and then she'll be there slaving all day by herself. Tamales you know? de pavo. Yeah, right on, dude. Sounds really and then good. my we'll, we'll go to my mom, my my mom's, my dad's mom, my dad's sister, Matia Flora. Right there, she lives in the West Side. <laughs> right there by Wally's Liquor Store on Washington and Oak. <laughs> in the yeah, West Washington and Oak, right there, and um, she no Trinity. She would um we would go over there with they all make the turkey tamales there and um they will make um flour burnt flour tortillas buñuelos buñuelos yeah with caramel cajeta mm, that's delicious, with cajeta yeah. and they made the honey syrup for it nice mm. so that's delicious mm. I haven't had buñuelos in a long time and then we'll eat we'll eat we'll, this conti- this will continue to the next day right to cri- Christmas night. We're opening present and we're still eating. We're, in, we're eating tamales. We're eating champorrado. Now they put this big kettle and they're cooking pork. Wow. Wow. Right on. That's awesome, dude. So, you know, let's talk and about... And everybody loaded and the party don't, the party don't stop till <laughs> somebody brings up the past. Chuy, por qué es eso, Chuy? And I, when I found out my dad used to be married and have another daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so Felipe's got an upcoming Showtime one-hour special on December twenty-eighth. It's called "They're Not Gonna Laugh at You," and it runs again later on the 
on the it runs again, but catch it on Showtime. Also, you're on John Lovett's Comedy Club in Universal City. Yeah, I'm there Thursday through Saturday. Awesome. Thursday through Saturdays at the John Levitt's Comedy Comedy Club and Universal C- City Walk. Check them out. And it's uh, it's actually you're doing a food drive there for the LA Bank, yes. right? If you bring a, a a can of food or something, I'll give you a free CD, one hour CD. Awesome. Keep Keep it. It. Check, check any it kind out. of food, bring uh, any kind of item you can bring. Oh, we got to go check it out. We're going to can go. opener maybe. Right on. That's uh, December 15th through the 17th at John Lovett's Comedy Club at Universal City Walk. Hey, Universal City Walk, there's so many Latinos at this place. It's oh. all Latinos. Dude, you go there on Sunday because, um, I don't know, man, where was the battle of our city Waco fought? <laughs> what? <laughs> where was it fought? Yeah, because we took over we Sunday. Took over, we yeah. took over Sunday, man. <laughs> the battle of our city Waco. <laughs> Man, hey. you go there on Sunday, man. It looks like Southgate. <laughs> it does, dude. raza <laughs> there. It's because yeah, they remember over. the Alamo, dude. They're taking it back, dude. We're taking it back, bro. One more at a time, people. <laughs> we're gonna we're moving to the we're moving to where the electro vote is, man. You keep changing the zones, but we'll, we'll, we'll find you. You can't just change the zone on the Latino vote. We'll find you. <laughs> so and, ch- and we've infiltrated. Hey, listen, See I have bus boy back there. I have yeah, already. Out. <laughs> I've already programmed on TV. On my uh, TiVo, uh, Felipe's Showtime one hour special on the 28th. So you guys check him out. Also, go to the comedy club, John Lovett's Comedy Club, Universal City Walk. And also, check out his uh, coming to DVD, but you can get it on iTunes. I am not like that no more. I'm going to check that out. Uh, and Taco Shop. Right on. Okay, well, anyways, thanks a lot, Felipe, for being here. Thanks for coming to Theo Luis's Garage, man. Do you want to give thanks any- for having me. It was badass. Do you, do you want to give anybody a shout-out or anything like that? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to all my Twitter followers. If, let me just, if I, if I could just name you all yeah. real quick. <laughs> all of them? Yeah, because um, they were cool today, man. They, were, they wanted a shout-out. You know, man, everybody wants something. <laughs> of course. And let me tell you, man, I don't care who you are, no matter what you get, you can and people that get people people that get something for free always feel that they got ripped off. <laughs> oh man, you didn't even give me a shout out. <laughs> oh, I got with a card. You ever notice that people that you that, that you bend over backward for are never satisfied. <laughs> They're never satisfied. You know, that's why is that, dude? So anyway, what is your Twitter handle if people want to follow Funny you? Funny Felipe, F U N N Y F E L I P E. Funny Felipe. All right. Or, or um, Facebook me, Felipe Sparza. Okay, um, want to thank Daniqua Nelson, Lovely 07 at Ruckus 1981, Noir Fancy, R plus 710, Cosmo Vegan Shop, Sean Booman, Floor Vegan Cafe, Money C98, you better be listening. Other, oh, an old divorcee. <laughs> I'm not here for drama, by the way. Eh? <laughs> drama, you're 20. Hey, uh, by the way, are you still doing the yard sale down the street? <laughs> oh, yeah, the mean yard sale, man. That's the trash depot. Eh? The, the sofa ghost town. <laughs> Where sofas go to, go to rest, right? They don't tell you that when you're moving into Echo Park. This neighborhood has been known to for um, droppage of storage goods. <laughs> There'll be a guy living in a Volvo in front of you. Anyways, that's Felipe Esparza. Check him out on Showtime on the 28th. Go to his Facebook and all that Twitter. And uh, uh, my brother has one more thing to say. Go ahead. And the John Lovitz Comedy Club uh, the, from the 15th to the 17th at Universal City Walk. Check him out because he's a homie like that. Shout out to my friend Erica in San Francisco. What's up, girl? Thanks for the PlayStation.
<laughs> right. 11 years ago, but thanks, thanks. Hey, we'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back. And listen. Does it really have to roll downhill? The old adage, shit rolls downhill, used to describe an undesirable or offensive situation one finds himself in and it poses it on others. This conjures up quite an offensive and somewhat disgusting image. But it's only an adage, it's not literal. Okay then. Let's examine the roles that we play in this adage. One, we are victim. Perceiving oneself in an unfortunate, lowly and downhill position or state, we are victimized by rolling shit. Two, we are perpetrated. Having lost posture due to being victimized by rolling shit, we engage in projecting this shit upon others. Pun intended. And three, Having manifested the previously mentioned roles we play, we become the adage, and in essence, we become that which rolls downhill. So ask yourself, does it really have to roll downhill? Chill, one love. And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. Shoo! Thanks again for joining us at Theo Luis's Garage. Uh, again, another week. Uh, make sure you guys listen to the podcast tomorrow on iTunes or on www.twintalkcast.com and tell all your friends that we had the one and only Felipe Esparza in the garage here. In the here. garage, yeah. What's up, fool? <laughs> All right, everybody. Listen, next week we're going to have awesome, awesome rock and roll band, Candlebox, in the garage. Candlebox is going to be jamming yeah. live right here. So check it out next week at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, everybody. Don't forget to friend us on Facebook on Twin Talk Show and Twitter, Twin Talk Show. Catch you guys next week. Shoo!